Hi, everybody. Craig here. Just a quick note about this episode. So you might notice that the audio quality is slightly lower than normal. Uh, We are currently upgrading some components of our recording setup and encountered some technical glitches. All that has been sorted out now, and we'll be back next week, back to our regular quality. Um, But we just wanted to give you a heads up on that. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode. (laughs) Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay. And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week we are joined by hilarious uh, stand-up, very special guest, Shay Dorena. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. How's everybody doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> surviving, good. you know? Yeah. Just yeah. keep swimming. Yes. <laughs> we don't have a lot of options right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and this week on the podcast, a listener suggestion, we are tackling The Fast and The Furious. Great uh, movie. Great <laughs> masterpiece <laughs> of a movie. <laughs> Love so, it. Uh, you love it. So yeah. So whenever we do have a guest on, uh, we do like to ask, what is your relationship with this movie? Okay. So like, I feel the Fast and Furious has always been a franchise that I need to get into because it's exactly <laughs> what I like. It's it's <laughs> legitimately like pretty good action scenes, but also a plot so stupid that you laugh <laughs> deep in your core when you're watching it. Dialogue sucks. Like everything about the movie is stupid. And as the movies go on, they get more aware of how stupid it is and they yeah. like embrace the stupidity. I think it's like Fast 6 or 5. There's a part where the rock flexes a cast off his arm and he goes, daddy's got to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and to that point, this is, this is a movie way before it became that self-aware. Oh yeah. yeah. This this is everybody treats this very seriously. They're (laughs) like, this is, this is good. This is good. And this is a, this is how people talk to each other. (laughs) Well, so, so this is a great intro um, <laughs> to the movies. Start with the first one. Uh, Rebecca, do you want to give a stab of like a summary to the movie about what this is about? Well, firstly, I would like to say that um, VCR DVD combos play a bigger part than you would assume. Like they play ah. a bigger part than you would think. Like yeah. it's, just, it's just so surprising. I'm like blown away. <laughs> So basically we have an undercover cop. Okay. So we've got Paul Walker. All right. He's coming in. He's this undercover cop. He's going to convince these guys that are street racing and stealing (laughs) DVD VCR combos or TV VCR combos. If you saw (laughs) off the top, okay. (laughs) They're putting people's lives at risk. There's a lot of gang uh, wars happening at the same time. Um, Paul Walker, the cop decides to change sides. (laughs) At the, at the at the end of the movie, um, I, I think that's pretty much that's pretty yeah, much it's, it. It's the whole thing. It's, it's Vin Diesel. Thing. It's Vin Diesel. Turns yeah. out it's like kind of a mystery, but like. It's, uh, you're it's, like, we know. It's Vin Diesel right from the beginning. We know <laughs> it is. It's a mystery uh, for morons. It's a mystery. <laughs> oh, and speaking of, uh, like, speaking of, I was watching it with Kat, my, uh, my girlfriend, and she was like, oh. Right. I forgot it was a twist that Paul Walker is a cop. Like, is she? <laughs> but, it's uh, pure lunacy. And I just want to say one more thing. A very big pot, part of this plot line is that women do not ever win. <laughs> women no. do not win in this movie. This movie is at no point a win for women. 
<laughs> it's all just dudes and tank tops. That's pretty much the whole movie. That's I, everything I, is wrapped into. I wrote down like this is male gaze the movie. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yes. It's yes, like absolutely. long, it's like long panty shots of hot cars and hot women, and then also just men being buff and like, yeah, I want to be and like I'm oily. Tough. Everyone's just I'm like tough and oily, kind of sweaty all the time. <laughs> They're like, we're in the desert. We gotta be sweaty. But everyone, there's like a spritz guy who comes in and sprays them constantly throughout the shooting. I'm sure there was someone with that role. Absolutely. Okay. So who do you guys peg as kind of like the villains of this movie? Cause I think we have to say villains. Cause I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think we can condense it to one person that I, I feel like that's impossible for this movie. So who do you guys clock kind of as like our main villain or main villains? So like Dom is kind of the like main villain. Cause it's like, he's the one who's robbing and stealing, but you also have Tran and his gang who are like against Dom and, are like antagonists in the movie and just like shoot people but also paul walker is a cop that goes bad <laughs> which is one of the most villainous things you can be he goes against the badge yeah and like I, I i was waiting for someone else to go first because i was like i watched this movie i wrote my notes i prepared for this podcast and i still don't know who's supposed to be the villain no like, idea i think from the movie's perspective the the villains end up being kind of not Paul Walker, but like the people he's working for, like I guess the FBI, uh, because they're trying to take down Dom, and the movie is like, but isn't he cool? That is the, that is kind of the movie. It's like, but he's sick, right? Though, so he should be free. But he's so sick. He's so sick. Paul Walker fell in love with his sister. He's the hero now. That's it. That's how the movie, like, it's like, okay, yeah, sick. If you imagine going back in time to when this movie came out and you're like, they're going to make nine of these. You'd be like, get the fuck out. You'd be like, fuck you. And the next two are going to suck. Yeah, they're going to suck. They're going to make three is going to be so bad. It's going to be the worst one. And then they're going to make four. You're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. This guy, I swear to God. Yeah. But is that who, who did you pick, Rebecca? Because I think I, you had a, a couple good ones. Like, absolutely, uh, Johnny Tran. Uh, so and- I think actually um, for a large part of our movie, one of our main villains is actually Vince because he is uh, yeah. combating our main character pretty actively. Okay. He's kind of the guy that you're supposed to look at and be like, look how, look how crazy this guy is. Look how violent this guy is. I'm like, this guy is right. The whole movie. Okay. <laughs> He's like, that's a cop. This guy's yeah. acting like a cop. That's a yeah. cop. And it's like, yeah, that is a cop. Good for you. Yeah, Good for you're... you, dude. You're absolutely 110% right. Good for you. Yeah. And to that point, I do love, there's a line in the movie where they're trying, like Paul Walker's with his cop friends and they're trying to figure out like who is responsible. And they go, there's no way it's dumb. He's, uh, you know, he's too, he's too much of a family guy. Maybe it's his buddy Vince, but I doubt he's not, he's not smart enough to figure it out. Not smart enough to figure out a crime. And he's the one guy who immediately clocks you as a cop. Yeah, like, he's like, I know this guy. <laughs> yes. This guy's suspicious, man. Like, I can't. Yeah, he calls him the dumbest one. And it's like, <laughs> he's literally the smartest person in this room right now. Like, he's the only he's, one that clocks this. He's and it, got a subscription to Undercover Cop Magazine. He's seen Paul <laughs> Walker on the cover. He's like... And it makes sense. It makes sense because he's like, this guy shows up out of nowhere. He's like, I want to join street racing. And he can barely drive. The guy sucks at driving. 
And he's like, why, who, where did, how did this guy even find out that we're here? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Like I pretty much, okay. I kind of just want to make the argument that every, almost every single person in this movie is a villain. Okay. And the people that you're supposed to like, you don't like, okay. Like I just, as soon as you start pulling at any thread of any character, you're like, Oh, you fall apart morally as a person immediately. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, I could go off on Paul Walker's character for an hour, okay? Because the stuff that this guy does as, like, the hero of this movie is is pure lunacy. First of all, he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck. When they say, like, you wrecked an $80,000 car, you know what I said in my head? Defund the police. Like, I was like, do your job. Like, what do you, what is this? This is a huge expense, okay? This doesn't make any sense for you to be doing this. If you guys were good at your job, you wouldn't have to do any of this. Oh, oh, absolutely. This is the dumbest way to investigate these crimes. Okay, so first of all, they've stolen $6 million worth of DVD VCR combos. Which is like $6 million. million, Which in today's money is $0 because that's exactly what those DVD VCR combos are worth. Even in 2001, the amount of like $6 million of VCRs? How did no one, was this like 40, 50 semis? How did they do this? Yeah. And they steal them with like a grappling hook? Like what? what? Oh, oh yeah. So first of all, it's the dumbest way to steal them possible. The most risky for both the people stealing it and the people being stolen from. But but even given, even given that that is how they're stealing them, okay? There's so much, so many better ways to investigate this than to go undercover in a street racing uh, underworld and uh, 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 like fucking fucking track the DVDs, you know? <laughs> They're also not like, hiding. They're street yes. racing. They're yes. street racing. You know what I mean? This isn't like some sort of like basement operation. They're out here. Just go get them. Yeah, <laughs> like, but just literally, at one point, a cop says, "I'm like they're chasing, they're chasing Dom." Okay, after the first big straight, you know what I mean, uh, street race, they're chasing Dom. They're they're like literally from the police cruiser calling him by name. <laughs> You know that's him. Go grab him. Just yeah. go get him. Once yeah. you're done. The movie's at, done. His, <laughs> at his fixed address where he lives <laughs> and the business with his name on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just any, but just like, just basic detective work would get them so much further than wrecking an $80,000 car in the streets. And by the way, every single chase in this, uh, in this movie totally endangers so many lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, cars are flying over things, smashing through buildings, smashing into like like fruit stands and stuff. Everything's getting destroyed constantly. And they're like, it's worth it because six million dollars worth of DVD players, VCR DVD players have gone missing. Uh yeah, it's it is the dumbest way to to rob stuff though. Like okay, like and even I if you're gonna down, yeah, because. Because they have a guy, okay, what I didn't understand about this movie fundamentally is you have a guy on the inside to tell you when the delivery's leaving, but you don't have a good enough, you know, connection to just get in with the driver. I was like, just get a connection with that guy. He'll pull over. You will nicely take the thing, speed off in your fast dick car. I don't know. (laughs) And even that. Even if you don't have the driver and you're just flat out hijacking this stuff, you get in front of him, slow down, force him to stop, 
And then you take the stuff from a stationary vehicle. No, they're like, no, 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 no. This has to be done while moving. It has to be done while moving. It's the only way. Because this guy who's driving the truck, he's like, I got a lot of VCRs back here. I'm going to risk my life for this shit. You fucked? I got kids to feed. And he st- he'll take off. There's no way he would pull over. You could put a, a double barrel shotgun on his temple and he'd be like, this delivery's happening. This delivery's fucking happening. Not, I'm not even going to slow down the truck to reload nope. the shotgun. I'm nope. going to drive with one arm, reload and aim a shotgun with the other. Oh God, that was so funny. I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it right now. I would never risk my life for a truck full of electronics. Like if I'm that truck driver, I'm just going to be like, you know what, boys, let me pull over, have at her, unload it. There we go. I'll, yes. I'll say, I'll say I fought you and I didn't like yeah. Yeah. 100% That's- of the time, every time, like the first time the first driver pulled out a baseball bat and I was like, who is this Batman motherfucker? Like, what kind of operation is happening in the trucking industry where this guy and the other guy's a shotgun and they're like, literally, like it's a talk. Uh, they, they specifically talk about it in the movie about how these truck drivers are escalating their efforts to keep this product and I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, this is not real. This is not real life. That's the scene that we should have seen. We should have seen the meeting where the truck drivers are like spitballing ideas to protect their cargo. And one dude's like, I got a fucking bat. And they're like, oh shit, we all gotta get bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they're like ganging up. You know what I mean? They're like, they're the fourth gang you don't see in this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I I also love the implication of um so so Paul Walker's bosses. So first of all, he's been undercover for like three days tops at this point. And then they're like, <laughs> like Paul Walker. And I think has done a pretty good job of being like, I'm going to introduce myself to these people and ingratiate myself and get in good, their good graces, which is like, that's what undercover work is. But three days, three days he's been doing this. And they're like, you got to close the case now. <laughs> the higher ups are going to have our ass. They're pressuring us to solve this case because if we don't, the truckers are going to escalate. I was like, so, so, so let me just break that down for a minute, which means that the higher ups at the FBI are so concerned about what truck drivers are doing that they are pressuring lower cops to make arrests before they're ready. Like, which means they might have a separate sting operation going on in the trucking industry. I mean, that and they would know make sense. the truckers are getting worked up. <laughs> that that makes way more sense than my oh, yeah. thing, where it's like there's a direct pipeline to frontline truckers <laughs> to heads of the FBI. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he calls up the the director of the FBI, the trucker guy. He's like, "You got to get on this fucking VCR thing because we're gonna start. We're gonna take it into our own hands. That's what's about to happen." <laughs> You know what killed me when they were um so so there's one part of the movie where um uh Paul Walker's character gets caught breaking into a uh into one of the competition's garages, right? He's trying to find who's stealing um all this product and convinces, you know, uh Dom and Vince that like, oh no, like I'm not a cop. I was lo- checking out the competition, right? So they go to over to uh, to Johnny Boy's place there, and they and he finds all of these VCR slash DVD players, and then the FBI comes back and they're like, they were all purchased legally. And I was like, who are those for? 
What is that yeah. for? Who who owns this many well, <laughs> these these things? It's insane. And what really got me, what fucking floored me about that whole scene is that they're like, well, you know, our hands are tied. They weren't stolen goods. They just had a bunch of automatic weapons. What can we do? It's obviously worse to not steal. <laughs> it's like, how is the automatic weapons not a worse charge? Where are we living? What's happening? <laughs> couple, yeah, I think they said a couple bullshit uh, weapons charges. Come and on. Then, and then that exact gang goes out and guns down <laughs> somebody. a man in mid-daylight. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't. The cops were killed. Like the the FBI slash cops in this movie. I'm like, you're all dumpster fire people. Like, not one of you is redeemable. And they're like, dude, they're all sitting around, like basically grabbing their dicks, being like, did you see the surveillance on Mia? And I'm like, you're all disgusting. Like, (laughs) throw yourselves in the garbage. And speaking of, okay, the fact that Paul Walker's character, okay, this 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 police officer thinks that it's fine. That he sleeps <laughs> with yeah this with <laughs> yeah with Dom's sister. He's undercover. Dom's He's like, sister. I gotta commit. I gotta commit yeah. to the bit. I'm not <laughs> just gonna sleep with her. I gotta fall in love with her. I'm fucking undercover, guys. And then he reveals his position to her. He's like, hey, just so you know, I'm a cop, by the way. And she's like, what the fuck? Yes. And then follows it up with. I just want you to know that I never lied once about my feelings. And I was uh-huh. like, you have to finish that sentence. I never lied once about my feelings. Just literally everything else. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just about literally whether, other part of me. whether or not I am here to put your brother in jail and break your family apart. Yeah. But yeah. that's the one thing I lied about. But that's not important in a relationship, is it? Breaking no. families apart. That's not something you would care about. Yeah, like this lady, she's going to need therapy. <laughs> like, oh, she's yeah. fucked up. She's fucked up <laughs> that, after this for sure. <laughs> that is not right. And she was like, so he like literally answers the phone post-sex and it's like his boss. <laughs> yeah, which is like we're going to... Ch- <laughs> Why is he calling him? Why is he, you're, oh. this is an undercover? Your guy's undercover. Yeah. You're gonna get him murdered. <laughs> yes, He's nobody calling. researched anything before they wrote this movie. No. Like nobody. No. <laughs> Who is this contacting your phone under? Not a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, oh, that, that's just my friend Nada. He's, uh, he's yeah. He's Guatemalan, I guess. I <laughs> Oh my God. What really kills me. Um, if we talk about Dom for a second, cause I just yeah. kind of want to like start picking apart this character because yes. I think the whole point of this character is that he's bad, but redeemable. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. like this, this redeemable bad boy. Okay. And I'm going to give you a couple points as to why I do not believe that is true. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> he started to notice her girl, his girlfriend when she turned 16, <laughs> You know what happens when a lady turns... I was like, well, that number should have been higher. Thank you. <laughs> like, unless he's 17 in that story. Yeah, like, I would have... <laughs> I, I would have at least asked it. for a two-spot on that. You know what I mean? Like, if you could even bump it up two years, it would it would calm me down even slightly. If <laughs> they were like, no. we were young lovebirds, you know, we went to high school together, then it's like, okay. But yeah. The way they lay it out like that, you're like, this is creepy as fuck. Yeah, this man that clearly looks 15 years older than this woman... <laughs> Like, come on, that's insane. And and most importantly, and this is the part that I think really disturbed me about this character. And they tried to make him like this moment where he's like talking about his dad and everything. And it's like this really, it's supposed to be 
I think it's supposed to feel like you 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 can attach yourself to this character. You can identify why this man feels this way, how he got there. But the line that absolutely kills me he starts talking about um, all the things that like kind of don't matter to him and and what uh, what his racing's actually about, right? And he's like, and he goes through. He's like, not my store, not my garage, and then he goes, not my team and all their bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> for those 10 seconds or less i'm free and i'm like okay so you just literally within that line admitted that literally everything is about you yeah yeah well, you're not then, here I, to help people you're not some fucking robin hood you're not trying to help your community or your sister or your family or your friends you're here for you and your own fucking dick on the whole thing is supposed to be family that's the redeemable <laughs> yes! part of it is he keeps saying it's about we're about family family that's his whole angle and that's not just his angle for this movie that's his angle for every movie the reason that they do all the crazy shit that they do is to support family they don't get legitimate jobs you steal vcrs so your kids can go to school that's how you do it and it's it's we've encountered this before on the podcast it's the robin hood problem where it's yes. like we're being asked to empathize with thieves which you can absolutely do. You can be like, look, we're in a tough spot or like we're selling the DVDs and we're, we're, we're supporting a school of kids who, you know, were down and out and did, like had the, uh, you know, same problems that we're having growing up. There's, there's a version of that where it works, but you're absolutely right, Rebecca, where it's just like, no, it's me. It's the family. <laughs> like, like they never explain why he's stealing the DVDs other than to steal them and make money. Yeah, and this vague meaning of family. And he's clearly not spending his money on smart things because he's also drag racing the entire time <laughs> and spending money on these souped-up cars. Yeah. What is this, $6 million worth of DVDs? And $6 million worth of DVDs. <laughs> How do you need, like, you look at where they live and stuff, and it's like, invest, do something. <laughs> like, what are you flipping these for? Like you have to be flipping them for at least a quarter of the profit, I would assume. So yeah. you've got to be walking away with somewhere around two million dollars. We're thinking that they've been able to work work a walk conservatively, away. Conservatively, yeah. But two million dollars, two thousand and one, and you and you're still like, yeah, hey, we got to steal more DVDs. What are you doing? Yeah, it absolutely kills me. And you can tell he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else because, like, literally, like even when he's right, like he races to a soundtrack. Like, he pumps his own soundtrack up before he goes racing. I'm like, hilarious. And I'm sorry, one of my absolute favorite scenes in this movie, I fucking died, was right after he, like, the first big race, right? He wins against Paul Walker. And Paul Walker kind of is, like, shooting him some shit. And it turns into the closest to a rap battle scene that's not one <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. He just starts, like, trying to spit shit. And it's... And, like, the whole crowd is going nuts. And I just kept thinking of that one sketch. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it, he's like, I'm not a rapper. And everybody's like, no! Yeah. <laughs> like, yes! Jesus Christ! Amazing! <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. I was fucking dying laughing. And I would say that, or maybe, I think my other favorite part is when they literally drive in all of their cars in a V. I almost fell off the couch. I was just going, quack, 
quack, quack. Like I just, I couldn't, oh my God, I could not resist. This movie is so fucking funny. (laughs) Um, So cheesy over the top. And they they seem like they're the easiest criminals to catch because they're driving the most flamboyant cars of all time. I don't think like, oh, these are prime suspects. And Paul Walker shows up, they all got license plates on them. Just feed these to the FBI (laughs) or or to to the cops. And be like, yeah, this is like legit all the information. I got their names day one. Day one, I'm getting names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just and 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 okay, we think it's we think it's uh, uh, Vin Diesel and his crew. Just get us get somebody to, to follow them, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they do go and f- go to the cars, yeah, right, and they get them. Just tail him for a couple days. Yeah, like they're not like you don't need quiet. to be undercover. <laughs> yeah, they're not subtle people. I've never looked at Vin Diesel and been like subtle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's just not in his character. That's fucking uh, crazy. Yeah, just tail them for a day. Yeah, that's <laughs> problem it. solved. I do want to co- quickly double back to Rebecca. You mentioned uh, Dom's story about his father dying, mm-hmm. right? So, so early in the movie, we learn that uh, Dom has been to prison for two years, and he's like, his whole thing throughout the movie is, "I'm never going back." Like you, you can't. I'd rather die than go back to prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Is he wrong? <laughs> is made okay, wrongfully fine. convicted? You know, he took the fall for somebody who didn't belong. Like, you know, uh, it's all about family. So, like, you know, he he took the took the the charge or whatever. Uh, no, as we learn later, uh, the reason he went to jail was because he uh, for uh, beating a man toward to the inch of his life with with a hammer, uh, a wrench, I think it was. Uh, and what did that guy do to him? Well, he clipped his father uh, during a race, sending his father spinning into a wall, and his father died. So Don was so fucking mad about an accident in a sanctioned race. This was like a stock car, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, that he beat a man nearly to death. He says he has to take the bus to work. He works as a janitor now, which is like very much implying that like, he disabled this dude. He disabled right. this man, and he's not quite right anymore. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, I was just so mad about it. But then every night, he's going out and racing in public, not on a track. These are public streets with, like, people could be walking on them. You know, there's storefronts you could go flying off of. And we've all seen the news story where that absolutely happens with illegal street racing. Yeah. Where, like, someone wraps themselves around a pole at, like, 300 kilometers an hour and, like obliterates a taxi or something like, like just the hypocrisy of I'm not going to jail because I nearly, I committed attempted murder because a guy accidentally caused my dad to get in a car accident. And I'm going out every night and risking my life and the life of everybody around me is so fucked and so (laughs) irredeemable. I, I don't know how they made nine other movies. No, no. (laughs) And fucking attacking truck drivers and all this shit. Like you don't think their lives are in danger (laughs) every time that shit's going down. Like just some dude, honest working Joe. People come up, fucking shoot shit at him, steal his car. He's got a bat to protect himself. He's like, my God. And he's and Dom's like, this is all above board because family. <laughs> because family, dude. Yeah. 
they literally like drive one of the trucks through a construction site um, at the beginning of this movie. I'm like, not only is this dangerous for the truck driver, I'm like, you're endangering everyone on the street right now, everyone around you. This doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, Dom is a is a sociopath because he's <laughs> able to justify his actions. Like, hey, this dude clipped my dad. I have this rage inside me that I can't quell, so I will. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to beat him almost to death. And it's just, that's, that's what happens. That's what happens. And then he goes to prison and he's like, wasn't even my fault. Shouldn't even have been in prison. And people are like, actually 100%. <laughs> that, that is, was, that is, you got two years for that. That's insane that you only got two years for that. Yes. <laughs> that's like, you know, I know there's a problem with the prison industrial complex and all the rest, but that that's also justice is what yeah. that is. Like that, that is, is. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and Paul Walker's character should have been like, that's above board. That is like, like, yeah, as a cop. Yeah. It's so crazy that like the narrative of this movie is like, it's just like uh, a, a bromance that has gone too far. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's literally like Paul Walker's character is, is swept up in the charm that is Dom. That's the only way to describe it. It's the only way because like there's no moral reason for him to be on his side. <laughs> He's just like, like, man, this guy's fucking cool. Yes, dude. Like, Holy shit. what he's doing. The whole movie is just him being like, yeah, this guy's actually kind of sick, though. I want to yeah. hang out with him more. Like, the okay, I'm going to jump all the way to the end, okay? Because I could not stop laughing at the end of this movie. I, could, I was howling. Okay, because the whole idea at the end of this movie is that, okay, so they're racing, all right? This is the final race, okay? They're in normal traffic. They're doing, they're in, they're, and they have to speed past this train that's going to cut them off, okay? Classic, it's become a classic scene, actually. Like absolutely. that, the cars jump in yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get past this. They get past the train, and because they... Lock eyes for too long. <laughs> yes. It can only be described in a very loving glance. Okay, it is very, it's intense. Okay, there's really a moment that Dom, Vin Diesel, his car gets absolutely thrashed. And in my head, I was screaming because I was like, who gets past a train and then stops looking at the road. <laughs> like who? Cause like we've seen this guy maneuver all movie. He probably could have been fine. <laughs> Had he not been lost in the deep, deep eyes that is Paul Walker's eyes. <laughs> the whole movie should be called. I'm not gay, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like I've never done anything with a dude, but I just have this. I, I don't know what it is about you, man. I don't know what it is about you. And then it's, it's like the final stamp on the end of the movie is when Paul gives him his car. It's like, oh, now we're breaking even. I owed you a car. I'm paying you back, all this stuff. And then it's also that he's like, I've completely given up being a cop. There's also no more money to be made in this street racing thing. You're running away to Mexico. I don't get to see you again. And I'm abandoning the badge at this moment. <laughs> but yes. Take the car. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know what Paul? Because I, I literally have not watched a single movie past this. Okay, like I, I. What does Paul Walker's character turn into? Does he just become like a part of this crew or? Yeah. So they just become like boys and they do this. 
I mean, that this. checks out, really. So, I think that's good for the both of them. <laughs> so I've seen a few. Uh, I will I will honestly say I really do not like this series of movies. Uh, I <laughs> Weirdly enough, I saw the first one in theaters and I had such low expectations that I was like, this is going to be pure garbage and genuinely found it thrilling and interesting. Like, okay. I, I, I can't describe to you how back in 2001, a lot of these chase scenes actually were quite good and something new like it seems so weird to be saying that now but that is absolutely the impression i got so anyway i I read up on the rest of it and i guess what happens is in too fast too furious which is just a fucking (laughs) gift yeah in terms of naming a sequel like like i have i've made so many jokes i've seen so many jokes about naming sequels in that way yeah it is so thank you too fast too furious for blessing us with that um but he so uh, vin diesel doesn't return for the second one it's just paul walker and he uh tracks down a drug dealer to clear his name and then i think by the time the fourth one comes around he's working for the fbi again Mm. yeah because the third one is a you go we go back in time it's, and uh, that's Tokyo Drift. Tokyo yeah. Drift. With none is, of the original characters in it. No one. It's wild that everyone got off. Everyone was like, hey, this franchise is dying. Everyone got off board. And then they somehow got everyone back. And then it became so big that it revitalized The Rock's career. It literally, Fast Five was when The Rock came back and was like jacked and had tattoos and he wasn't doing Disney movies anymore. And everyone was like, The Rock is sick as fuck now. And now he is The Rock that we know. That was the moment when he took off. (laughs) Yeah, actually, one thing I will say about this movie is uh, I noticed how unjacked all these jacked dudes were. Yeah. Uh, Like, and I'm not saying like they weren't jacked in this movie. It's just that... uh, the idea of what strong or buff is has been so warped over the last 20 years. They it's disgusting. It, it yeah. is disgusting. Like you, you're like Vin Diesel is a strong looking guy in this movie. And he looks like a, like a child compared to what the <laughs> rock is in some of these later ones where the rock has shoulders, the size of his head. It's and you're like, crazy (laughs) like the rock like they have they show pictures of the rock when he was wrestling before fast five and after fast five and it's not even the same person at all and he's like 40 something now so he's like massive and he's so big that it's like hard for him to wrestle because he can't move with this massive body yeah, it's like, yeah, there's a difference between, you, you see, The Rock, by the way, is not in this movie. No, uh, no, no, no. But like, you, you see pictures of him oh while he's wrestling, and you go, that's an athlete. That looks like a guy who could do things. That looks yeah. like a guy who could pick a dude up, spin him around, and throw him on the ground. Yeah. And you see The Rock now, and you're like, how do you shower? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I, don't know. I just, as soon as you said that, I was thinking of uh, like these guys in a snowsuit. You know, like those children's snowsuits that's where you exactly, can't get your arms down? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> oh my God, that's killing me. Yeah, um, I, I think we should definitely talk a, a little. We have to talk a little bit about uh, Johnny Tran, which is actually, I would say, the biggest. I think the most defined villain in this he's movie, he is the villain. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like the hero's villain. He's the FBI's, but he's everybody's villain Yeah, he is kind of like the villain. If we were to call out like, you know, you know what I mean? One organization or one person, 
this person to me, not redeemable. I'm not going to argue for him. He's the things they do are so crazy to me because it's, it's cars and it's DVD players. And I don't know what's going on with this. Like, I, I get why he's upset. Okay. Vin Diesel fucked my sister. I'd be pissed too. Okay. I understand that <laughs> fundamentally. Okay. That's, that is a reason to be mad. You know what I mean? But like he literally murders probably one of the most redeemable characters in the movie. Yeah. He just starts shooting at people over like a car. <laughs> over like, a car. No, yeah. shut it down. Shut yeah. it down. We don't like you. You're, you're, you're somehow worse than Dom and he's terrible. <laughs> he's a Dom's a terrible person and a terrible character and he's worse than him. I don't think this guy's very defensible. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, yeah. Johnny's like even more uh, of a hothead. Like every any slip up that happens, the car slip up. He's like, "Where's my money?" Whatever it is, he immediately turns to like, "I'm going to murder you." He shoot, they <laughs> yeah. shoot up a car. They're like, "Oh, this is your car, okay?" And they just fire bullets at it until it explodes. And they go, "Yep, that's how I that's how I deal with my problems." He's completely emotionally unstable, and ne- at never any point does he calm down. Win lose doesn't matter. He's always going off the edge. Yeah, and his little sidekick has like. The crazy look, like you're like, I'm like, mm. the whole movie was like, oh, this guy's just gonna go off and start shooting people. Like anytime he had a gun to somebody's head or something, I was just like, yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah. he's he, this is this is bad. Um, it's insane to me the scam though that that one. So like, there's that scene when they're in the garage and they find out like <laughs> that this guy has like tried to sell the <laughs> engines from their car, right? And they like put oil in his mouth, which is like, I'm sure that's real gross uh but how did that guy think he was gonna get away with that (laughs) i don't know yeah that wouldn't have been my first move for sure you know flipping (laughs) engines yeah they're like someone they'd be driving like i don't even know what it's a different (laughs) does this sound weird to you open the hood there's nothing there (laughs) my souped up incredibly powerful even if you put a trash engine in there they're gonna know so quickly and they're professional that's what they do is drive so it's not like they're going to be like, ah, yeah, whatever. It's 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 the same as it was before. <laughs> yeah, I will say where I think uh, I think the FBI slash cops are right. Um, trying to arrest these people. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's my a point. Good call. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are wrong and right and what have you. But I think trying to arrest the people that are you know, putting everyone in danger. Well, that, that's maybe a good call. Uh, not They're not doing it in the correct way at fucking all. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no, 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 no. And and at the end, we mentioned it's like, oh, I owed you a, a 10 second car. So go, go, uh, Vin go Diesel, to go. Yeah. Um, you know who else he owes a 10 second car to? The American taxpayer. <laughs> like you don't just get to keep all the assets that you've used as an undercover agent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like there's going to be some FBI accountant being like, Hey, so uh, the records show that we, we uh, got you this car for undercover work. Um, when are you dropping that off? Like, when are you, when are you going to, we actually might have to use this as evidence in some sort of trial. So could you like, oh, you don't have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Also, and I like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. It's wild to me that Dom's taking off when it's like 
do don't you forget that your friends probably in the ICU like he's in he's in the ICU right now like if he's alive at all okay and you literally and, just got shot if he is fine he's going to jail like yeah. so like, <laughs> you've literally just been like I know it was my plan and my operation and everything but you got shot so fucking see ya about yeah. <laughs> yeah family is everything except for the guy who got gunned down in my front yard and except for Vince who got uh, shot. Uh, by a trucker and left for dead on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, and except for my sister, who I've abandoned uh, <laughs> and fled the country. So family matters, uh, except for all of those. <laughs> it is wild that all that stuff, that, that the whole movie just ends with him just driving off to Mexico and Paul Walker being like, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's, that's the right move right there. Justice served. Exactly. <laughs> he was the good guy all along. And it's it, the when did like think about if you're the chief of police or whatever, you're, they're like, hey, we got this problem. These racers are stealing millions of dollars of electronics from us. And the, the guy's like, hey, pitch meeting. We're going to build a real sick car. We're going to get <laughs> our guy to go in. He's going to drive with them. He's going to get in. We're going to figure out who it is. He's like, does he have any drag racing experience? Zero. Zero. He's got no experience. But. But we're going to make the car look real sick. Real sick. <laughs> and we're going to put NOS in it. Yeah. We're gonna just NOS in fucking everything. NOS was the thing for a while. It was. Back it was. When, because of this movie. Yeah. Everyone was like, you got to put NOS in your car now. Because it's got to go. You got to do it. And then it's like a jet now. It's the coolest <laughs> thing. Oh, dude. You know what? <laughs> this is totally off topic. You know what killed me and I think would be the biggest indicator that that guy was a cop? Uh, every time he's like a tuna with the without the cross, I'm like, who is this rich white boy rolling up here? Oh, can't have the cross. I'm like, somebody grew up in a privileged family. Yeah, trusted that we were eating the crust. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I can't imagine. That's the. I'm sorry. And just on a personal note. That is the worst sandwich fucking order I've ever heard in my goddamn life. First of all, tuna, not a chance. Second of all, I know this is probably an unpopular opinion. The crust is the best part of the bread. Okay, great, it has man. it has the most flavor. It's delicious. If it's crunchy, even better. Shut it down. Like I fucking love that shit. How dare you take the crust off? Absolutely, and that's like kind of your tool to like. If you got stuff that fell out, you use the crust and you oh. get it up on oh, the plate. Yeah. That's boom. a pro move, there, Shay. That's yes. a pro move. Uh, I like. I call. It, what do you call the end of the bread? I call it the butt piece. Oh yeah, yeah. The butt. Yeah, 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 the butt. butt. Okay, that's like a, a a good late night snack. Is you just put that little bad boy in the toaster, right? Because oh, yeah. it's at the end, it gives a little curl to it. You know, yeah, as a toast, yeah, yeah. and you just slide <laughs> that thing in peanut butter, and it's like this little peanut butter bowl uh, it's all like melty and you're like okay and it's 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 fine to have that snack before you go to bed because it's, it's bread and peanut butter that's good for you. that's it it's good it's good for you it's good i'm big about the butts on baguette the baguette oh, butt because mm. it just kind of goes into like this fine point it's like you crunch down on it fucks your mouth right up it's oh, too yeah. too it's too much for the mouth but yes. it's good as shit <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's my favorite part. It absolutely tears the roof of my mouth up, and I don't give oh, a fuck. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm here for it. This is this is way off topic. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I got to philosophize here a little bit about bread. Um, so, if you're making a sandwich, uh, the best is to like toast it so it's like that. It's got that roughness to it, and you want it the right roughness that it cuts up your mouth a little bit, a little bit. Because what that does is that 
enhances the, like if you got tomato or something more acidic on there, that like really makes all those flavors like pop. Like you're not cutting your mouth. We're not talking Captain. Yeah. We're not talking Captain Crunch here, but just like that slight abrasiveness. Yeah. yeah, Like really just kind of brings a whole bunch of stuff. Works it in, works it in. I'm big fan, big fan of the toasted sandwich for that <laughs> Captain Crunch is the height of that, though. You are correct on that level. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Captain Crunch is the peak, man. Captain Crunch. And that shows you how good Captain Crunch is. Oh, it's delicious. Because people are like, this will fuck your mouth up. And they're like, give it to me anyways. Like, give it to me right, just like that, just straight crunch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm all of that. To the point where there was, a, there was an advertising campaign for Captain Crunch, where they're like, the worst thing that could happen to your Captain Crunch is that it becomes soft and chewable. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, the, you remember the Soggies? Like, they would show up and, no, it's just me. No, I don't remember What's the Soggies. <laughs> there was the Soggies who were like Captain Crunch's main villains, and they would oh. like show up and make cat, the, the cereal soggy, uh, which you don't want because it's supposed to be crunchy. It's yeah. in the name. Uh, so Captain Crunch would always defeat the Soggies who were trying to make the cereal soggy. So they were literally saying like, milk will not break this thing down. Like no, this no, is, I, we don't know what we made here, but it's indestructible. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. There's like backstory and villains and shit to Captain Crunch. Oh yeah. Oh, before they uh, made some really solid laws about advertising to children, there was some ridiculous shit. There's uh, lore, deep lore in the in yeah. the in the breakfast cereal world. Uh, uh, the cookie crisp uh, robber and the dog and the uh, um, I mean Lucky Charms, obviously tricks, yeah. famously. Mm. Uh, yeah. But everyone was trying to get in on that for sure. That's so funny! Oh my god. There is only on I, this podcast, by the way, will we ever fear? Yeah, I didn't. From like, I keep. I want to keep talking about breakfast cereal, but I don't want to derail things. I'm like, dude, I'll talk about breakfast cereal all goddamn day. For real? Welcome to our sister podcast. Uh, what's the deal with cereal? Uh, you know, yeah. we'll name it cereal, but with the C instead of the S. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we have like three. Like, I love cereal, and we have like a. We're starting to get kind of like a little quarantine stash going, Ooh. and uh, my partner keeps calling at my Seinfeld shelf because <laughs> he, he always associates cereal with Seinfeld and I think that's so funny. That is very like, He loves it. And I'm like, well, you're right. I just never clocked that, I guess. <laughs> I will say, okay, just, uh, I guess, to veer off of the, <laughs> the cereal, um, I will, okay, guys, I just have to say my, my uh, I think what the worst line in this whole movie is, okay, the line that made me go, what? <laughs> Because they're going okay, so so basically, uh, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, they show up to uh, what I assume is Vin's house. There, there's a house party. Okay, it's bumping, whatever. And in the background, there's there's a guy and a girl making out like on the pool table or whatever. And he says, this, "I I, I want to get this exactly because I was like, well, can't ever unhear that." He goes, uh, "You can't detail a car with the cover on." And I was uh-huh. like, oh, so the woman's the car? <laughs> like, I was like, ah, ah. Yeah. I was, just, like, I was like, I, it sounds so simple, but so disgusting at the oh, same man. time. You go action movies, anything before, like, even like 2012, anything back, the misogyny is ripe. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's just so thick. <laughs> we do talk about this a lot. I guess yeah. I feel like. Um, the line that got me though, and I think this is the worst possible name for anything, 
uh, you could possibly is the big race at the end of the movie out in the desert is called Race Wars. (laughs) 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 And I get what they're saying. It's a battle. We are actually physically racing. Uh, But Jesus, 2001, that term was taken. That was TM, like in the copyright office. People knew what and that's not a fun thing. That's like a fun pun, you yeah, know, no, like, like this is a scary possible. I think it's we're living in a different time right now, though. We're living in 2021. There was just an attack on the Capitol. Like this, like this the term race war isn't thrown around. So, yeah, so willy like anymore. I think they kind of thought about it. Like it was like calling something fight Island. Like yes. we're like, we just need something really simple, but they didn't take the one step back and go, could this mean anything else? <laughs> one and done. First draft. <laughs> Thank done. you. Uh, here's, here's an alternate for you. Uh, car wars. Yeah. Car wars. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, but they were like, legal's going to be all over us. That sounds way too close to Star Wars. We can't do it. Battle of the races. Anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> race Ru- wars. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a thing yet. Just have RuPaul host it. It's ironic. You- it's actually a drag race. Uh- <laughs> I will say any, like the whole scene where they're in the desert racing. All I kept thinking was... You know, this is probably best case scenario for these people. I'm like, I don't mind this. I was like, the only people that are endangering themselves, or sorry, uh, people are themselves. They're like, okay, I'm going to race. This could go badly for me, or maybe the other person that has agreed to race me, but we both know what the terms are. We're in the desert. Yeah. I'm like, seems fine. (laughs) There's security at this event. Like, it's clearly a regulated event here. And, like, that does happen, right? People do go out to the salt flats and stuff like that and have drag racing parties. And it's not my thing, but I can see how it would be fun. Uh, (laughs) You know? But, like, on the streets, it's ridiculous. This is a pet peeve of mine. And uh, I'm just going to, like, unload here for a bit, which is that, like, so many people I talk to who drive, like, fucking assholes are like, it's fine, I'm a good driver. And I cannot stress this enough it doesn't fucking matter how good of a driver you are because all it takes is one fucking idiot to get in your way and then everybody's dead like if you're going 150 160 down the 401 uh, for our international listeners that's just a highway here it's very busy uh it it doesn't matter if you can weave in and out and you're really good and feel like you're in control because all it takes is some uh you know uh, old man with like Coke bottle glasses sitting like crouched in his seat of his Lincoln town car to just like wander into your lane as you're zipping in and out for it to all to end in disaster. No, like, bad drivers are, are legitimately the worst. It's, 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 it's unnecessary stress. I, I got a ride to a gig once with this comic. I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> He had a, uh, we like driving recklessly and he had a statue, this big metal statue of like Ganesh that he would like put on the dash. And it was huge. And I was like, that goes in the trunk. And he's like, what? what? And I was like, we hit anything that's going in my fucking head. You psychopath. Yeah. It's yes. Huge metal statue of Ganesh. And he thought it was fine to have sitting on the dash. The thing weighed like, I don't know, 10 pounds. Yeah, there's that urban legend of the Kleenex box in the back uh, back window, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that's actually true, but like the idea is like if you're in a car crash, that like the Kleenex box will go so fast that it'll like 
decapitate you. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. not true. There's no way that a Kleenex <laughs> like, box ah. has enough momentum at like 100 kilometers an hour to like decapitate you. It but this Ganesh statue, Ganesh, for absolutely. Sure. Ganesh will cut your fucking head off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> cut your fucking head off. Uh, not to get too technical, but one half mv squared. That's kinetic energy. Baby. Yeah, like m m matters. M uh, matters. <laughs> Uh, anything else we want to uh, share about? No, uh, I think I think we thoughts? covered everybody I wanted to. Yeah, I, I will like to say one more time that I do think Vince is right for calling him being like, yeah. that's a cop. And he's, <laughs> he, go, he went to the hospital. He also got dogged so much in front of Mia and she also participated. And I was like, I understand that this guy's being a dick. I don't think he's completely like, I don't think everything Vince does is good. Like he drops an F bomb off the top of this movie. And I was like, Oh God. Um, There's a couple other things where I'm like, Oh, you're definitely an aggressive person, but like, it's so extra salty to be like Vince. What was that restaurant you wanted to take me to? Great. Paul's going to take me there. And it's like, Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I think he got done the worst in this movie. And uh, at least I would say he is a criminal. He is a villain, but he was right. Yeah. He is a cop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And absolutely, the, the the FBI was right for arresting all of these people or attempting oh, yeah. to arrest these people. They are dangerous, dangerous, violent criminals. Uh, yeah, I think that's the, that's the deal. Yeah, no, I think, I think everyone, everyone I want to talk about is covered. Like if I had to give a, a one, I guess, yeah, Johnny Tran is who I give it to because I guess he's bad. He's the baddest of the bad. He's, he's, you, you're supposed to hate him and you kind of do. Um, and he's just kind of a dick to everyone around him. He's a dick to his own people. He's a dick to, to Vin Diesel. Like he's, he kills people. That's like, I guess the true villain of the whole movie and not someone I would side with. No, yeah. certainly um, not. <laughs> but also could be right. Cause he's, he's like, this is what the life is about. He's not stealing from anyone. And as far as I know, he didn't beat any up, any innocent people. Like the people he's shooting at, or at least like other criminals. And They're part like, of the gang. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are in the game. Sorry. The yeah. Game. So, it's like this is how this world works like vin diesel went out of his way to beat up a race car driver <laughs> with a wrench <laughs> yeah absolutely uh so i think it's time to give our definitive rankings of how good the villains are rebecca what do you got today okay so i've got the um i've got the com- com- combination technology uh, <laughs> i've got yeah the combo tech uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to do Dom because I feel like he is the main character. So I'm, I'm rating Dom as a villain. Uh, combo technology from a watch calculator to a toaster radio. Um, <laughs> I am going to give him a uh, toilet paper dispensing iPod dock, which is a real thing that you used to be able to buy, apparently, uh, because he's full of shit. <laughs> he's full of shit to a soundtrack. That's how I feel. <laughs> How about what you, about Jay? What you? you got? Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do cars, but I feel yes. like I should do breakfast cereal. <laughs> yes! Do it. Do it. Do it. We breakfast love it. cereal rant. Uh, I'm going to give, uh, so I'll do Johnny Tran. Uh, Johnny Tran, uh, who, who I'm going to rate, definitely a villain. Uh, didn't, didn't really like him. He's also kind of irritating throughout the movie. Every time you see me, like, I just fuck off. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. how you feel about him. And if I'm, uh, okay, for a breakfast cereal, uh, I guess he's he's tricks, man. He never really gets what he wants. He never he he always is so close to getting the thing that he wants: his car, revenge on Dom, whatever it is, and he never gets it. He always comes up short. So this nice. guy's the tricks rabbit through and through. 
<laughs> love it. Love that you're on your feet with this one too. Uh, I get up early every morning to do these. Uh, <laughs> that's how uncreative I am. Uh, so uh, I'm going to do the cops who are trying to arrest this entire gang of dangerous criminals. Uh, and uh, I, I'm going to rank them on the uh, VIN fuel scale. So once again, that is the VIN <laughs> fuel scale. So on a scale of VIN diesel uh, to VIN jet fuel, uh, I'm going to give them uh, a VIN leaded gasoline uh, because while effective, they are doing a lot more harm than they realize. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the cops for that one. And uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, just a couple ways uh, that you guys can support the podcast. Uh, so if you've heard this before, prepare your fast forward button, skip over that 15 seconds. Nope, still, <laughs> yeah. here. still here. Still here. Still here. We're going to listen to it. Uh, yeah, guys, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, as you said, this was a listener suggestion. We do take listener suggestions all the time. Uh, we actually have an audience choice poll that Rebecca's going to talk about uh, in a second. Um, but yeah, you can get in touch with us. Uh, VWR podcast. Podcast, Villain Was Right podcast at, uh, on Twitter. We're also Villain Was Right on Facebook. And if you want to send us an email, it's a little easier for us to keep track of. So Villain Was Right at gmail.com. Com. And if you want uh, maybe a little extra bonus content. Yeah, as always, you can hit us up on Patreon. We have patreon.com slash was right. We do two bonus episodes a month. That's our top tier. Uh, $7 a month. It'll get you uh, two bonus episodes uh, this month. Uh, we, my, my episode coming up, which I'm so excited for, and it's something that has been requested quite a bit. We're covering uh, We Can Be Heroes, uh, which is the follow-up, uh, not sequel, but follow-up to uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So that'll be uh, coming out this month. Very exciting stuff. Uh, I have a lot to say about that. Um, and of course, uh, we have different tiers where you can have uh, input on our audience choice polls. Uh, hey, you want to shoot us a dollar a month? Do it. We love you. Um, and of course, as always, we just love you for listening. Thank you so much. Um, if you feel like, oh, you know, like uh, you don't want to throw us any money, you love listening shoot us a review. That is so helpful. If you guys can uh, shoot us, you know, a five-star review, love it. Uh, if you've got a one-star, you can just scream it in your pillow, as we say. Um, <laughs> love it. So uh, that's it. And now it is time for Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got for us, Greg? Yeah, so I've got a, I've got a weird one. So have you ever, this is, I can't decide if it's a hero or villain, so you're going to have to help me out. <laughs> okay. But have, have you ever had a compliment that just you can't let go of? Like, yes. <laughs> like, and you're like, I, I can't figure this out. So yeah, it's like, it's not a backhanded compliment, right? So, so uh, here, here's the story. Um, I was doing a recording uh, a, a little while back um, for a, a big gala show and uh, big name, Canadian comedian, don't need to say their name. Uh, they came up to me afterwards and said very genuinely, that was great, good set your voice is so calming. And I was like, that's, at the time I was like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> and I moved on. And then I was like thinking about that later. And I'm just like, I screamed through the entire <laughs> set. I was angry. I told, I told someone uh, quote, uh, I called someone a, a time wasting uh, or sorry, a time sucking waste of skin. I hate you. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what is it about me that that came across as calming? And it's again, it's a genuine compliment. 
but I just cannot shake it being like, is there something I don't know about myself? Craig, you're the, you're the sweetest man of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> Even when you said that right there, I was like, that's beautiful. It's so nice. Say that. <laughs> I mean, Craig, that is, yeah. Like, I, I get why somebody said that to you even after you were, like, getting to it. Okay, yeah. so uh, 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 we'll get back to this in a second, but just please okay. explain this to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what about my voice is like, is like, uh, go fuck yourself. And you're every, you guys are like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it never sounds mean when you say uh, it, Craig. Like, there's something still soft about it. Like, it's like, you remember, okay, so there's this big meeting in the I'm comedy the community. Yeah. There's this big, there's this big meeting in the comedy community, like, I don't know, a year ago or something. We were having some sort of battle and we're having a town hall and I'm watching online, right? And Craig stands up and goes, can somebody, do, I don't know what you said, like, can somebody just give us some fucking answers or something like that? And because you said the word fuck, I had people messaging me being like, did you hear Craig today? Did you hear Craig? Did you hear Craig like get kind of get kind of like angry? And I honestly think in that moment, that's the maddest I've seen you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think was. even when you're performing like that, because that was like genuine, like real fucking, anger, you know what I mean? Like that was a serious situation. That was real anger. Right. So I think even when you're on stage, even when you are angry, it's still such a it's still such a nice <laughs> like palatable anger i think yeah and you know what honestly i guess if that's got to be the thing that like lives in my head and i got to be bothered about being thought of as a calming presence is not not the worst no one has ever said that to me in my life (laughs) (laughs) not once has anyone ever said that about me so i wouldn't worry about it oh yeah you're the you're the ying to the podcast yang uh yeah yeah, there you go uh, how about you, Shay? What do you what do you got? Hero villain of the week. So hero today. villain. So do we do both? Do I do a hero and a oh, villain? Oh, you can do uh, whatever you want. Yeah, one or the other or both. Yep. Okay. Yeah. A hero of the week. Uh, so I I went up to a, a cottage over over the summer, and uh, there's one guy came up, and he brought DMT for the whole for everyone who went up, and we all smoked DMT. Um, so 100% chance that's the hero of the week for me. I, a guy, you go up to a cottage. And you're like, oh, we're all going to hang out. Everyone had their own psychedelics and stuff. And one dude's like, hey, I've run enough DMT for everyone. You're like, dude, you're a you're a saint. Absolutely. And we all sat in a circle and took DMT hits after one after the other. It's wild. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. <laughs> Literally, you just hear like, Wee! and like you see geometric shapes and you come back and you're like, <laughs> it's it's. It's not a, it's not an easy time, let me tell you. <laughs> Canada, the land of cottage drugs. Yeah, That's what we yeah. Do. Dude, if I went up to someone's cottage and they were like, oh, we're only drinking, I would be like, ah, fuck, man. Can I get an Uber out of here or something? <laughs> this is where you do psychedelics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if I had to do a, a villain, yeah, okay. So this happened when I was like, uh, I think I, I wasn't that... Um, uh, that young, but uh, I was, uh, I had slept in like my parents had a guest room and I had slept with a girl in the guest room and my sister came over and then I like, I woke up the next morning and my mom's like screaming at me. Like as soon as I get downstairs and I'm completely confused. I think I was in my underwear and I'm just getting yelled at first thing in the morning. And she goes, you treat this house like a barn, all this stuff. And I'm like, what's going on? And I learned later that my sister had found a corner of a condom wrapper and told my mom about it. I was like, who's, who the fuck side are you on here? 
I'm trying to get my dick wet. And you're like, it's not like she found the whole condom, it's like a corner of a wrapper. I'm like, this is, you let that slide, dude. You're supposed to be on my team. Yeah, I'm making water balloons, man. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. It's parents that, that versus kids. Everybody knows that. Absolutely. I felt kids betrayed in that moment. Absolutely betrayed. <laughs> yeah, That's fair great. enough, man. I mean, to be honest, anytime I see it, like if you see a condom wrapper, I think if it, if it was my family, I'd be like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Right? Someone we don't need it. more of us running around. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> What a condom on, goddamn. Um, so my story, it's kind of, I, I guess, I get, yeah, a villain, definitely a villain, but like a very weird story that happened to me when I was in university. Um, I fucking, what, I used to live with uh, a bunch of girls in a house, right? And uh, none of us would lock the door, <laughs> which is. <laughs> why <laughs> none of us would lock the door we'd always leave our keys there was five of us living in the house we were all 20 year old women just not locking this door you know what i mean uh, i was living in ottawa at the time anyway we kept having food go missing in our house right and like this was kind of like when you first move out so not everybody's operating perfectly some girls are leaving a lot of dishes in the sink we're not cleaning up properly this is kind of a fucking mess, right? Yeah. But people keep getting food stolen, but we just think, oh, there's five of us. It's one of us. And none, you know what I mean? Somebody won't admit it. That's fine, right? Whatever. Okay. It's not a big deal. It's a couple eggs here, a couple eggs there, some cheese, whatever. Not thinking too much about it, right? Then one night, for whatever reason, this would never happen, but we were all home at the same time, right? And it's like, whatever, midnight. We all decide we're going to go to to our respective rooms, what have you. And the way the uh, house was set up was very weird. The kitchen was on the second floor. Um, so basically, I'm on the top floor with another girl. There's uh, two room, or one room on the middle floor and then two rooms on the on the bottom floor, right? And we hear, we all know, we just announced, like, we just broke up in the kitchen being like, okay, we're all going to go to our bedrooms, whatever, right? Good night, good night, good night. So we're, I'm laying in bed, and I hear this, like, rustling. And, like, this, this like, pretty big rustling coming from the kitchen, right? And I'm like, who, who re-got up? But whatever, no big deal, right? And then I hear more and more and kind of clanging and stuff. And then I hear my roommate that lives on the floor with, with the kitchen going, um, hello? <laughs> Hello, who, who, who's there? Hello? And then all we hear is this guy go, uh, it's Mark. And then run <laughs> out of the house. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's happening? He goes, uh, it's Mark. Anyway, so then we all are up, obviously. So we all get up and we're like, what the fuck is going on? So then we realize that there's been a man that I'm assuming lives in the neighborhood that realized that we were leaving our door unlocked, coming in and taking food from our refrigerator constantly, just taking food from our refrigerator. And my roommates are like, well, what are we going to do? We got to call the police. And I was like, call the police for what? Entering? The door yeah. wasn't locked. What are we gonna... They're like, no, we have to call. We have to call. So we call the police. These girls are like, I don't know. I, I think I've talked to the police a few more times than these ladies is what I'm assuming at this moment. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, also like I've called the police a few times. I know this is fucking useless. Okay. I have not once call the police and had it end up good for me you know well, what i mean like they're busy trying to yeah, apprehend uh, dvd vcr yeah, like they, just, 
they either don't show up or they show up like three hours later and they're like, oh, is this crazy guy still here? And you're like, of course not. What do you what do you do? I don't know. Anyway, so the police show up and they're like, OK, so let me get this straight. <laughs> they're like, A man, you didn't have your door locked. And he's like, there's five of you living here. You're all 20, like just a hard 20. OK, you're all 20 year old women. No door locked. <laughs> and this man has been entering into your home <laughs> to steal food. And he's like, exactly what do you think we can do? (laughs) And I'm looking at them. I'm like, I know. (laughs) I didn't want to call you. (laughs) Anyway, let's just say uh, we all started locking the door after that. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. I don't don't know if Mark is a hero or a villain in (laughs) in my head because that's pretty fucking i think the best part of that for me is that he said is uh it's mark (laughs) like like that fucking floors me every time we just called him dirty mark and the boys from then on (laughs) so did anybody see him no okay so it's just like he yelled mark so like you could have seen him around the neighborhood and you never would have known no no because like literally all the lights were off in the house like this guy was like walking around in the dark (laughs) in our home (laughs) that's so wild that he said his name that he was like like or like maybe it wasn't his name and that was the first name that came to his head like maybe they know a mark mark's a common name Uh, it's mark and then just get out of there and you guys he's like there's a chance that i'm gonna yell mark and they're gonna be like oh mark turn off the lights and you come to bed and he's just like taking eggs out of the carton Put it in this little satchel. I don't know why he has a satchel. <laughs> oh, dude, but that just fucking, I, I don't know what made me, what reminded me of that, but I was like, that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> that was a oh, weird yeah. situation. Oh, my God, guys. Um, yeah, so I guess that's, uh, that's it for us. Uh, where can people uh, follow you, Shay? What do you, what do you uh, got going on? You can uh, promote anything you want. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you can follow me everything on everything I'm Shay Arena on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Little Dinky News. Little dinky news. I love that. Uh, literally no news. There's no news on it. And it's just me and Cameron Phoenix playing video games. That's what the whole nice. thing is all the time. Uh, but yeah, you can come watch us there. We stream every uh, Wednesday and Sunday live on Twitch and Facebook and like every like streaming platform. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Oh, that's great. Cameron's really funny too. So you guys should oh, check yeah. that out. Uh, yeah, and you can grab me at uh, Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, yeah, so uh, oh, and uh, oh, uh, as this is out, uh, you can also listen to my set from the Winnipeg Comedy Festival on uh, CBC Radio uh, One. So if you uh, check out the program Laugh Out Loud on CBC Radio, uh, you'll be able to find me there. I think it's uh, the Millennials episode. Yeah, so check that out. Oh, that's great. And as always, you can follow me on any platform of your choosing at Rebecca Reads, uh, Instagram, Twitter, what have you. Um, guys, next week we have a great audience suggestion. Uh, we're going to be covering the magic school bus on The Villain Was Right. So look forward to next week, the magic school bus. You have heard me correctly. Uh, and this is The Villain Was Right reminding you that your DVD VCR combo might be worth more than you think. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.